Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. I'm Janice Tunnell, your host of Beauty Talk. Thank you guys for joining us tonight, Sunday, November 10th. We appreciate you guys tuning in. If you have a comment or a question for tonight's show, please give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. A lot of information to share with you guys tonight. We have a great guest who we're waiting to uh, get on the line here tonight. But in the meantime, I'm going to turn it over to Denise so that she can greet you guys. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to uh, Beauty Talk and the Beauty News uh, segment of the show. Uh, We just want to thank our uh, listeners from all over the world for checking us out each and every week, as well as for going back and checking out our um, archive shows. If you happen to miss a live show on Sunday night, you can always go back um, later uh, after the show has aired, as well as the next day and the next day and the next month and the next year and check out um, any of our archive shows. They will be out there um, forever. So go back out and support uh, Beauty Talk. So again, we thank you all for that. Coming up this weekend, uh, the 16th and the 17th, that's a Saturday and Sunday of November, will be IMATS Atlanta for the second year uh, in a row. And Janice and I will be speaking at IMATS Atlanta on uh, November 16th, that's Saturday, from 11.45 to 12.45. And we're speaking about the fundamentals of a film Fundamentals of film and te- excuse me, I'm so sorry. Fundamentals of film and TV makeup. 
So if you are uh, new to film and TV or you're new to makeup or even if you've been in makeup for a while but you haven't, um, you haven't experienced film and television makeup um, and you're interested and want to hear what we have to say, please do come by um, and check us out. We will be on the, um, the uh, Makeup Artist Magazine or the IMATS um, stage. So check us out there. Also, um, Michael Zavellis and the Potter Group are uh, announcing their uh, very first uh, BE Express, which is Business Evolution Express. Uh, for the first time ever, they're taking their two-day business evolution program and doing it as a one-day express session. And the Potter Group pros can attend just their $100 deposit down, and then they can pay over time. Um, they've taken pros from coast to coast to new focus and new levels of direction and drive in their careers. Um, they're asking, are you ready to give your business some serious attention? Then don't miss their first ever one-day business evolution express. Whether you work in bridal or retail, editorial or advertising, film or television, every artist will benefit from this unique program. This program is presented by the Powder Group, the Makeup Show, and On Makeup Magazine founder, Michael DeVellis. The format is intensive and is great for every level of experience and no matter what part of the industry you're in or want to be in. Here's a breakdown of what you can expect over the one-day program. Um, so in the Business Evolution Express uh, program, you will break down every aspect of your business, develop a personal business marketing plan, challenge both internal and external perceptions of your career, fine-tune your personal and online communication skills, increase your profitability through time and fiscal management, strengthen your core business knowledge, learn to build stronger, more meaningful relationships, institute a system of continuous improvement for your business, Initiate an ongoing promotional plan and calendar. Understand, accept, and move beyond personal limitations. Ensure a consistent and relevant personal brand for you and your work. Develop strong marketing, business, and promotional materials. And create a strong online and e-promotional presence for your business. Again, Business Evolution Express takes place Tuesday, November 19th at the Makeup Forever New York studio, and that's located at 8 East 12th Street, New York City, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The pricing is $320 for the Powder Group Pro members, um, $4,200 for non-members, and $100 deposit holds your space. Now, I don't know if someone made a mistake. Um, this is a, a one-day class, and it's $320 just for the Powder Group members, $4,200 for non-members. That seems like a big um, jump in price just just because you're not a member. Um, I'm not sure if that's the correct price or not, but I'm just giving you uh, what I see here. Powder Group members pay, pay $320. If you're a non-member, you pay $4,200. There's a $100 deposit which holds your, plate, uh, your, your space for the class. If you have questions, you can email Kenya at thepowdergroup.com. Again, Kenya at thepowdergroup.com if you have questions. And you can um, be sure to go to um, uh, the Powder Group website as well for thepowdergroup.com um, for more information on, on this business, Evolution Express. All right. And then if you're interested in a more in-depth uh, conversation and hands-on experience of fundamentals of film and TV makeup, 
Janice and I will be, will be doing a class in Charlotte, North Carolina on December 7th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And it will be all about the fundamentals of film and tele- television makeup. You will learn what, uh, what all of that means. Um, you will learn how to become a film and television makeup artist. You will learn like what skills are necessary for becoming a film and television makeup artist. You will learn um, how to work as a film and television makeup artist, what, what's required of you as a film and television makeup artist, how to get into the, uh, to the union for film and TV artists. Um, and you'll, again, experience a hand-on session of this class that will um, engage you and keep you um, interested, motivated, and inspired uh, to do more makeup for film and TV. So if you're interested in this class, please email us at beautygirlsmedia at gmail.com. Again, that's beautygirlsmedia at gmail.com, and we can send you more information about that. And the location of the class will be um, disclosed once uh, payment is made. And that's all I have for tonight. And just a real quick reminder, um, upcoming in Scottsdale, Arizona, is the PBA Executive Summit. It's November 20th through the 21st. Again, at Scottsdale, Arizona. You can still register. Um, but at this point, if you register and you need to cancel, you will not uh, be able to get a refund. Okay, so it's a little too late for a refund, but it's not too late to register. Again, that's November 20th through the 21st, Scottsdale, Arizona, PBA Executive Summit, and um, it's um, Wednesday, November 20th from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., just a short day. And then Thursday, November 21st, it's from 8 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Again, that's the PBA um, Executive Summit, November 20th through 21st. If you have any questions, you can uh, go to the website, probeauty.org, Okay. We will be right back with our guest tonight, Ms. Margina Dennis. So don't go anywhere, you guys. We'll be right, right back. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. All right. Let's get Margina on the line here. Hi, Margina. Hi. How are you? I'm well. How How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Fantastic. I'm not complain at all. I'm sorry. I said pretty good. Can't complain at all. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> well, we are glad to have you on tonight. It's been a while. Yes, it has. It's been a while. So what's been going on with you? Well, first, before you answer that question, just kind of reintroduce yourself to our listening audience for those who may not know who you are. Okay. Um, I'm Margina Dennis. I am a multimedia makeup artist. Um, so I work in a lot of different mediums, um, film, TV, print, um, digital, um, and I do um, business education for artists and other creatives and also consulting within the beauty industry, um, product development, marketing, strategy. Nice. So what's been going on? Um, well, I... I've been doing a lot of TV work. I've been day playing on Pose. Um, I did first and second season. I worked on Fosse Verdon and just been jumping around the different shows, working on Katie mm-hmm. Kane right now and FBI. <laughs> just Just jumping <laughs> around and have a – and doing a really great consulting project that I will be able to go into more detail about probably in about a month, but it's for the Japanese um, beauty conglomerate, Cal, um, that owns Orbe and Goldwell and um, Sensei and um, Biore and a lot of other brands. Oh, nice. Let me yeah. ask you. So you said you've been day playing on a bunch of different shows. Can you tell me, you know, what it's like to work as a film and TV makeup artist in New York City? Because, you know, you have your kid, you have to get around town. What's what's that like? (laughs) I get you're laughing. I can just imagine. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, I'm so thankful that I drive and have a car. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't always go to work that way. It just depends on where the location is. Um, a lot of us have gone to this, basically that black box system, you know, the black um, like canvas box with the separators mm-hmm. because it just makes it really easy to be ready to work very quickly. And I've got it down to like a system. That box stays packed. I I have it in a configuration that I can basically do almost any job with what I have in there, even with the the period stuff that's going on. So yeah, the black bag and I keep a stocked um, set bag. I used to carry an empty set bag and then take stuff out of my kit to, to take the set. And I'm like, this is time consuming and you always forget something. So right. I keep a I just keep a completely stocked set bag now. And I also found this um I just found that having the black canvas bag and then having to put that in in some sort of luggage to carry it because it was too heavy to carry by the straps. And then the set mm-hmm. chair and then the set bag like that was just it was too much maneuvering, especially if I wasn't driving. So I gotcha. found this. Um, it's a it's a it's a cart and it's a chair. It converts into a chair. So I literally 
put my box, put my set bag on that, wheel it <laughs> to set, and, um, you know, to holding or wherever I'm set up, take everything off, set up, and then when I'm ready to go to set, I take it, and it converts to a, a chair. So I've, now, I've eliminated mm-hmm. something, but, you know, made it functional to get my stuff around. Right. Now, when you're not when you're not driving your own car, are you taking like Uber, Lyft, or are you taking the train? No, I'm taking the bus or train or both. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. just tell tell us a little bit about that because people, you know, <laughs> and I'm glad I, I'm glad I, you I know where you're going. I know where you're going with this. I know where you're going with this because people don't but understand. I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad Janice brought that up because. You know, people really do think it's a glamorous life, but if you live in a place like New York City and you're working in New York City and, you know, I get it, you're not going to drive every day. But, like, if you have a, if you have a, let's just, I'll make it a little bit more reasonable for Monday morning instead of saying like a 442, but if you have a 5 a.m. call time, what does that look like for you if you're taking the bus and the train? Well, 4.42 for me is too early to take that. And then some shows have safety rides, some shows don't. So mm-hmm. um, if you have if you have a safety ride, then you have the option of taking the safety ride in because it's so early. But um, it's been a lot of early calls. Um, I mm-hmm. did have a 4.42 this week. I did have a 5, and I did have a 5.30, and I did have a 6 a.m. And, mm-hmm. um, and then two weeks ago, in the span of like ten days, I had three overnights. Mm. <laughs> so wow. you know when you're you're bouncing around like that, you're going from like night to day, day to night. It's you, you know your body takes time to get acclimated and recover. So and then you know a long day on top of it, and two days this week outside. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, but, yeah, but on those days that you had those early call times, did you drive or did you take the yeah, train? Yeah, I drove. I drove. Okay. Okay. I drove, and yeah, and getting to work was fine, but getting out of work was not fine. Like none of the days this week, it's just ridiculous traffic, like more than usual. Yeah. So it was taking me right. two hours to get home. It wouldn't wow. have taken me thirty minutes. Which you know cuts into whatever you need to do in your in your turnaround for the next day. So right. I literally was right. on Katie King and had a later call, and it was like 10 p.m. and I got an emergency call. Can you can you come in tomorrow? Because someone hurt themselves. Somebody's like, okay, that was going to be my only day off. And I'm like, where's location? Long Island. Oh great! Mm. <laughs> What's the call time? Five thirty a.m. Oh great! <laughs> so wow! I'm like I need to be the first one released, and and had problems getting home. So three hours of sleep. Because I got to get yeah, out and now... in front of the Long Island traffic. Exactly. So you know the struggle's real, whether you're in the trailer or not in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because absolutely. we just, we, Janice and I just finished the show in October that the majority of the shooting was in a town that was an hour drive away. And so mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and we were in the trailer. And the thing is, we had early call times, you know, like on Mondays and Tuesdays. I mean, we were mm-hmm. going in. You know, we had, like, sometimes I had a 4.42 or 5 a.m. call time. So that meant if I had a 4.42, that meant, you know, I had to leave my house by 3.42. And so for me, I wasn't trying to get up any earlier than 3 o'clock. So whatever I needed mm-hmm. to do, I had to do it in 45 minutes. But it's tough because the night before, that means you have to go to bed super early. And that's hard to do on Sunday night if I'm doing beauty talk or even if I'm not doing beauty talk. It's hard for me to go to bed that early on a Sunday night. And so it's like you're already at a disadvantage because you go into work tired because you're there at a crazy hour. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, you work, you know, 14 hours and then you have an hour drive back home. You know, that's cutting Mm -hmm. into your turnaround time both ways. Exactly. You know, it's not yeah. Let me ask you, what's the turnaround for you? What's the turnaround for you guys when you're working? Is your film and TV turnaround different, and and what is your turnaround? Um, I know that our turnaround is different than LA. I think we have ten hours, and they have eight or okay. twelve, and they have ten or something. Um, okay. I know for I know mostly for like the major contracts when you're talking film. Yeah. It's mostly a ten hour turnaround. Yeah. Uh, television is um mainly nine hours. Sometimes the mm-hmm. productions will give you 10 hours on TV, but it's mainly nine mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. Now, I, asked that, I asked that question because I can't remember who I was talking to, but they work in New York, and they made it sound like in New York they give you extra time. So beyond what, what, I'm, what we're saying, like nine and 10 hours, they give you beyond that for New York. At least that's how they made it sound. I think it depends on what is negotiated and where and where they're shooting because sometimes it's door to door. So so basically you're on the clock when the wheels wheels up and then wheels touch back down if you're, you know, like in the in the van. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you know, the van go to location. Um but it it's just it depends. It's just like, you know, like I said, one, one show might pay for safety rides and another one not pay for them. Mm-hmm. And then they all have, you know, they're all on different schedules for that, too, if they do. So there's yeah. not anything set in, in stone for that. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of hard work because uh, if you think about the travel time and then, you know, you have to sleep and you have to get up and – you know, commute again. Um, you're not really, you're not really truly getting that that quality sleep. It's just not possible, right? If 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 the if the if the shows constantly, um, you're having days of you know fourteen, sixteen, seventeen hours. You're just not you're not getting it, right? Would you say Would you say that? Um, the hours that we work is the hardest thing about being um, a film and TV makeup artist, or what would you say the hardest thing is about being a film and TV makeup artist? Well, I would definitely say the hours, but that depends on what, you know, what show you're on. I think once you get past 12 hours, it gets really hard, Um, especially if it's day after day after day. But, I mean, you know, with you two being in the trailer, if you have – Talent that's difficult, that can add 
a whole nother layer of stress or, it, you know, if the director or producers are, you know, difficult, that can add to your stress as well. So, I mean, we have to juggle a lot of different things. I, I think a lot of people yeah. have a, a misconception of what our job is. Um, yeah. You know, like you were saying, they think, people think it's so glamorous, but what they don't realize is that we are problem solvers. That's right. what we do. We don't show up and get to do whatever we want to do. <laughs> that's, that's for people that are doing their own faces or practicing on their friends. We <laughs> have to interpret whatever the vision is for the show, movie, photo shoot, whatever it is. And we also have right. to understand the conditions that it's being seen and how it's going to translate. Right. So we're problem solvers. You know, I think about all this stuff that's been going on with some of the um, streaming shows, um, mm-hmm. them really trashing the makeup. And, I, you know, I started looking, I'm like, the makeup does look bad, but it's not the makeup artist's fault. It's how the stuff is being treated in post-production. Because if you notice, a lot of the stuff that they're complaining about, everybody looks like they have jaundice or hepatitis. They look yellow, yellow-green. And it's because yeah. the colorists are um, – I had talked to a colorist, and I know um, Sarah um, Sedman wrote an article about this too, that the colorists are using a program to take the red out because mm-hmm. the because the red cameras are pulling so much red, and they're not even taking mm-hmm. into consideration what it will do to skin tones. Oh, Wow. So it's wow. really, really important to us as artists to watch dailies, to go into the DIT trailer to see, you know, what it looks like on that monitor and not on our own because it's going to look fine on our monitor. Mm-hmm. Right. And have a conversation and ask them, are you using this treatment? How are you? How are you know? How are you treating the film and post? Because you need to know that so you can make adjustments. Now, obviously, you're not going to, I mean, the worst case scenario would be, you know, painting every bit of exposed skin a different color um, to kind of color correct. But um, Vivian Baker was saying that you could probably do a wash of, like, magenta, like, on, on on the skin, like, mix it with moisturizer and a little magenta mm-hmm. color to, so that it would trim the camera just enough so that it wouldn't wash it out. And... I mean, you know, it's one of those things, like I said, we're problem solvers. We have to figure stuff out. That's why we have to understand what lighting is doing, now what the colors is doing, you know, what the, you know, what it's going to look like in post, how it's being lit, you know, um, if they're using a lot of gels. Like first season of um, post, they used a ton of gels, a ton of gels, hmm. to the point where I'm like, why are we, I don't even know why we're, Using specific colors because it all looks the same. Because there was so much blue, blue in um, red gel, so it was like either blue or purple. And and we were using a lot of pinks and purples and blues, so you couldn't even see any of that. Mm-hmm. So it, it it came down to more creating 
um, dimension to the skin with, you know, thinking from the standpoint of like, okay, I'm going to treat this like black and white then and create, and create shadows and highlights. Right. Right. Because you can't see the color anyway. And once they realized that, then that was especially for balms. Um, they pulled back on the gels in the ball. So you, there's still the gels, but when they're focusing on the main characters or anybody that's being featured, this that part is less gelled now. So you can actually yeah. see the makeup. And that's wow. why it's so important, as um, especially as a department head, you know, while you're shooting, it, it's okay to, you know, take a peek at the DP's monitor. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's okay to do, it's okay to ask the DP questions. You should be mm-hmm. asking them questions. Yeah. And, you know, and it's very important that you see dailies every single day. So yeah. you know what it's looking, you know, what it's looking like. So you can kind of, yeah. you know, get ahead of it if there's any issues. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think for, we have a, you know, it's been so busy and we have a lot of newer artists that have, you know, come in that might have experience on smaller projects that are now working on bigger projects that might not know that they need to be watching dailies and they might not be being invited to watch dailies, you know, so they don't know what to ask. I I wouldn't (laughs) expect, yeah, I wouldn't expect like some of the newer people coming in who are working as an additional to see the dailies, but as a department head, if you have the opportunity to watch dailies, then you should be watching them. Yeah, you know, as a department head or key, you know, you should be watching them and and be able no, to like I mean. you know. We have newer artists that are department heading and keying. Oh yeah, you're right about that. Forgot yeah, about that. that. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. I I don't think that they know that they need to. Be and that's a problem. Watching the dailies, and and no one is invited to watch the dailies, so they're not seeing us. And yeah, and that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's just you know? that's what I'm assuming by why we're seeing so much jaundice. Yeah, skin. yeah, it's, exactly. it's it's a problem, and, and and it's something that we have to. I believe we just, I think we have to really fight in a lot of different ways. Um, a lot of times we have to fight our own unions. Um, in yes. my opinion, to you know, we got to stop with with letting people in who don't have enough experience. You know, sometimes people can get there 180 days, but you got to look at what they're doing when they get these 180 days. It's not enough. And you have producers hiring. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that at all. Yeah. And you you have producers hiring, hiring these people, you know, and they're just not ready. They're not qualified to be department head and key. They're not ready because, the whole industry is changing. If you if you notice, everybody's yeah. getting younger and younger and younger, and you know what that yes. means. Less yes. experience. Yes. Less yes. experience. It and is it, horrible. I mean, and you, you, yeah, you you sometimes you need that experience so that you know what to look for, and I think that right. that's what is missing and what's the not being understood. It's it's less about us getting older and for some reason there's a lot of young people that think that we're fearful of them coming for our jobs. Right. And that's why we don't, and that's not the case at all, especially not for me. What it is is the experience standpoint. 
Yeah. There's certain things that you just can't know because you don't have enough life experience and you don't have enough right. experience within the industry. And you need that to, to be 100% effective at your job. Right. You need it to succeed. You need it to stay yeah. in the business. If you want a department head again, yeah, you need to know yeah. a few things that's going to help you yeah. out. It's not that people are like, oh, gosh, she's come, you know, she's going to take my job. You can't take what's mine, you know. Yeah. You can't yeah. take what's so mine. So nobody's, nobody's about, afraid of that. Yeah, learning about time management, learning how to manage people, learning to talk to people. Um, right. We have we have a generation that's grown up on cell phones and texting, and they find yes. it hard to have a conversation with people in person. That's a problem. If you're yeah. department heading and you're working with other artists and you're working with talent, you 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 can't you know just start go oh, you know I'm going to text you something. You have to be able to talk to people. And you have to be able to talk to people in a way that's constructive and not passive aggressive. Oh my and gosh. you know, know how to compromise and and you know, put out fires and yeah. anticipate things and be able to read a room. A lot of this stuff is are things that come with life experience that you just can't have. In your twenties, <laughs> right? You, you can't, especially your especially your early early to mid twenties. You're just not gonna you're not gonna get them, and you can't just freak out and just you know walk away. You have to deal with it. Right, right. Yeah, and yeah. I I agree about the number of hours thing. I mean, I've actually had a conversation about that recently. You know, during the interviews, because I you know, I volunteered to interview um, applicants. So I you know I'm I agree a hundred percent with you on that. Yeah, it's 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 a different industry nowadays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't even know I don't know what the solution is, but but we yeah, have me to either. we have to figure we have to figure something out. Yeah, because I think it's so, gonna in the long run it it'll be our demise because we won't have yeah, enough absolutely. experienced people and and it'll just turn in the blinding and the blind. Yeah, and then we're gonna lose a lot of stuff too, as as yeah. you know. Yeah, you know, as makeup and hair people, we're gonna lose a lot of stuff if we, you know, if we start doing anything and everything and uh, allowing producers to take certain things away or matter of fact, giving certain things away, because there's a lot of times I see on shows where, you know, we'll come into work and if we're early and the actors there early, you know, the ADs would just slip the actor on in and we haven't even finished our, our setup. We haven't even finished our setup time and they'll just slip actors on into the trailer or wherever. And that's when you just and have to be firm and be like, I'm not in yet. Yeah, um, but you know something. Yeah, that's when me. When, yeah, that's us for sure. But you see, people—they're so willing. Oh, I'll take them. I'll take them. Out. No, nobody in my department it, will yeah. do that because I, it undermines our contracts. Yeah, yeah, that's we when you stop have to them. We fought them that hard to get. You're undermining our, our 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 contracts, so that's why you don't do that. And that's because the problem. When it comes to negotiate, um, it, there's enough people doing that, so you use that against them. 
be like, well, yes, you know, absolutely. your people are okay with this. So that's why, you know, we're asking, well, the thing about, you know, for this. The thing about it is just the people that they have running base camp now, most of them are just PAs. They've been in the business two or three years. They mm-hmm. have them running base camp and they don't know the union rules. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they put them in these positions. They don't know the union rules, especially when it comes to hair and makeup. They don't even know that we get a 30-minute NDB. They think our mm-hmm. NDB is 15 minutes, some of them, mm-hmm. as, as if we were a part of the just the general crew. They right. don't know. And you you have to tell them. So that's the, that's another thing. You have to be knowledgeable yourself of what our contract is. Well, you have to actually read the contract. <laughs> Which, and if that? you don't know what contract you're, you have to actually read the contract. And if you don't know what contract you're working on, you need to ask. I just, I you find a lot ask. of people, I find a lot of people are afraid to ask questions. They're like, and I've heard this repeatedly. It's like, well, I don't want to make waves. You're like, you're not making waves. You're asking a question. You're right. Why would you be making it's waves? right. Right, it's, it's your exactly. right. It's your it's your right. You you need to know what contract you're working under. Yeah, and if they won't tell you, then definitely call your union. Yeah, but then they're like, oh, but I don't yeah. want to make waves. I you're not I making make waves. waves. I understand that, but well, sit there and get <laughs> cheated because I'm not. <laughs> it's just, I'm it's not. Just, it's just mind-boggling to me. I, I yeah. I remember working on something, and it's like I kept asking, well, what's it get to see? And they're like, I don't know. And it's like, what do you mean you don't know? Well, production won't tell yeah. And it's like, what? Yeah. What do you mean production won't tell you? That doesn't make any sense. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It makes no sense I'm like, at all. Did you call the office? <laughs> oh, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to make waves. You're not making waves. You have a right to know what you're working for another. What contract is this under? <laughs> oh but yeah, gosh. it's 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 um it's mind boggling. But yeah, they it, it, they don't realize that they undermine the contract and then they weaken us by undermining the contract. That's why we fight so hard for contracts. It just seems like people are only concerned with um the hourly and that's it. But I mean, you know, I, I, I know this last go around, they had to fight really hard um, because they really wanted to go to um, French meals. Was it French meals? Mm-hmm. Where it's just like the food's there and whenever you can get to it, you get it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which means that we'd never, we would never sit down or eat. Right. I mean, right. We, you know that, I know that. Right. And, no. <laughs> so it becomes more about just having that 30-minute break. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, coming up on Saturday, Janice and I will be speaking at IMAX Atlanta, and uh-huh. we'll be talking about the fundamentals of film and TV makeup. What would oh, you, fun. what would be a couple of, Hmm. What would you think were maybe like three things, three fundamentals of film and TV makeup that you would you would suggest that we speak about? 
I would say, especially with all of the filming that's going on now, that period, that's different mm-hmm. decades, you got to know your references. Yes. You yep. got to know your references, historical references for makeup. You just have to. Uh, and, yes. and because there's, I mean, 1979 is very different than 1970. Very different yes. than 1975. Yes. <laughs> 1920 is very different than 1929. You can't, I mean, it, and, you know, same thing with the 40s and 50s. Yeah, they might have a look that you recognize, but it depends on where it is in the decade. And that's how it right. is. That's why you have to know your references. You have to know where in the decade it is and what it looks like. Um, right. And I, people get 40s and 50s mixed up all the time. And, like, a lot of it had to do with the eye, the shape of the eyebrow and the shape of the lip. Yeah. So yeah, you master those. And then, and then, and then the details are the lip color and yes. what you're using to actually apply the eyebrow, so a, a pencil is going to be more preferred for it to look more authentic, you know, drawing it in than using a powder or, or using um, one of those those pomades. Um, so, you know, knowing these things and having an idea of what people were using, the type of products they were using back then so that it, it more mimics it. Um, and what would be another fundamental... Oh, really good time management because um, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, because you you know that you got to get the people out of the trailer fast. We have to do the same thing with with BG. I mean, I just I was working on a politician this week, and basically we did what we call makeup triage because it was a huge scene. There was over four hundred backgrounds. Luckily, it was contemporary, so we were basically, you know, taking the most critical. Mm-hmm. And, you know, doing very quick, you know, what what can we do very quickly to make the most impact? Whether it's, you know, right. you know mascara or a lip or a dark circle, you know, correction. And, you know, get him in and out of the terror in five minutes. Right. <laughs> sort of thing. Um so I would definitely say, um, yeah, time management, because a lot of artists spend way too much time, um, especially in BG. It's like yeah. they're not the stars. Now you're right they're not about the that. They're not Yeah. They're not the stars. So you're not spending, you're not spending 45 minutes an hour on, on somebody that's not featured. You know, it's, that's so funny that you say that because I just recently worked on the last couple of days of um, coming to America here in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and I, you know, working in the background. And, of course, you know, it was a it was a, um, a big, you know, wedding scene. And, you know, everybody had to look nice. They were really bright, colorful um, uh-huh. costumes and, you know, and head wraps and things like that. And, of course, there's makeup, and there's lots of makeup. But when I tell mm-hmm. you, uh, the background was supposed to come, you know, done. And that they're yeah, in their glamour. Yeah, exactly. Was. Between, and, yeah. 
And yeah, and all we were supposed to do is spend 15 minutes each with them, just kind of like touching it up, adding a lash, you know, adding liner mm-hmm. if they needed, things like that. So, of course, you know, people went in, okay? I saw people, you know, and, and they were spending 45 minutes to an hour on these backgrounds. And when they finished, they pulled out their cell phones and they yep. took pictures of um, of these girls. And yep. I'm thinking, oh, okay, so is, is this like your um, portfolio photo shoot or something? Like, yeah, because they, again, I mean, they think it's about them. We're part they of the think team. it's about we're, them. Exactly. We're a support, we're a support team. Our job is to get people done to make the department head and key look good. Yep. We're not but this we're is not a, we're not taking all this time to hold up production because that's what ends up happening. When you're but spending this is all the time. Yeah. It's crazy. we we had about we had about eighteen makeup people. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, there were some people spending so much time that, you know, there were other people who were knocking out two and three girls to, yeah. to some people's one. Yes. And so yet that's overworking the few that's like getting them out of there. That's overworking yes. them. So now you're yes. standing here, maybe, maybe in the whole time only doing maybe like two, maybe three girls because you've taken mm-hmm. your time with them. Everybody else is knocking out five and six and seven girls. Mm-hmm. Like that's not being a team player. No, no, but it happens. It it's it's happening. It happens all, over all the time, and it's it's, yeah. it's absolutely ridiculous. You're right. It's like you know they're just thinking about themselves and and what they're there for, and it, it was just ridiculous. It was ridiculous, yeah. and I'm thinking you all are using up all of your good makeup, your good mm-hmm. urban decay palette. No, your good palette. <laughs> yeah, palette. And, and I don't girls. even think they're really they're really aware of it. They're they're not. They're not. They're, they're not. they're not really aware of it. I feel like they just need an egg timer or something, but um, because they they don't think they're spending as much time as they really are. I mean, um, I um freelance doing TV makeup for like for um news, and mm-hmm. when you go in when you go in to be interviewed, they time you. Mm-hmm. So like at CNN, it's forty. What is it? Forty four minutes for. 42 minutes for hair and makeup, and you have to do a blowout. And an yeah. airbrush. Yeah. And, yeah, 42 minutes. They time you. Um, mm-hmm. Once you're in, you're usually only doing one job, but your interview is that. So you have to do a blowout and that in 42 minutes. Um, NBC mm-hmm. is 22 minutes for makeup, and that includes lashes. Well, I know, I know CNN here in Atlanta, and this was years ago when I trained there. I, re- I think it was like 30 minutes hair and makeup. You had like 20 to get that makeup done, and the other 10 was, was for hair. Uh-huh. Yep. 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 So, I mean, it can be done. I, I learned to get my time down by doing, I worked for a photographer years ago. Um, doing home, basically home parties, like glamour shot parties, where he was Mm -hmm. like a traveling glamour shot. And I got paid by the person. So it was in my best interest to get, you know, as many people done in an hour. Right. Because my salary was dependent on it. And I was doing hair and makeup. 
So hot rollers. <laughs> with yep. set that hair and hot rollers real quick and slap that makeup on. And I got got it down where I was doing hair and makeup in about twenty two, twenty three minutes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So but that I, I could that's so I could do almost three an hour. Yeah, that's the trick because I remember doing a shoot before where it was like constantly they had different um, models coming in, and and that's what you do. You put those hair in those hot rollers, you get that makeup mm-hmm. done, you take that hair out, and you style it however, and you're done. You keep it moving. Had it, yeah, had everything laid out and open because the opening and the closing, the picking up and stuff that takes time. Yeah, away, and people don't realize that it's yeah. thirty seconds here, you know, fifteen seconds there, a minute here you know, 45 seconds there, and that adds up. So you have to have yep. everything out and open and ready to go. So I would use my um, Leron Calibre foundations. I had all the lids off, and I would just paint them one color from the top of the forehead down to their chest, whatever the closest mm-hmm. one was, slap it on there. Um, had my Femme <laughs> eyeshadows and blushes, very pigmented. You know, slap that on. Um the Krylon, um, you know, the little mini palettes, very pigmented, the, you know, the metallic ones, so you get that shine on the look, so I wouldn't have to add a gloss, and mm-hmm. just was slapping it on, and like um, the thickest, nastiest mascara, so that I wouldn't have to do that many coats. Yeah. 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 And you just, you know, keep it moving like an assembly line, so... And I think that's how you have to think about background work. Yeah, you do. Moving like an assembly line. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. And then what was so crazy about when I was on Coming to America, like when the one day the the background came in with their faces done and we kind of fixed them up. And then the very next day, guess what they did? Because they liked what they saw the first day, they come in with nothing on at all. Yeah, and they went back to the yep. same people. And want to go back to the same people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, I've explained it too, that it's not fair to the other actors in BG. That's, yeah. You know, that's why it's good because they feel like they're being, you know, somehow gypped or something when they don't realize that you're, actually not doing what you're supposed to be doing, which is doing the minimal amount that's right. needed to get the the result. Because this isn't red carpet. <laughs> it's, it's, it, yeah, it's it's a very it's a very interesting dynamic. Right. Yeah. So what's what's one last fundamental that you would that you would mention? I would say streamline your kit so that you have stuff that's multifunctional. And and that way you're not digging for things and just keep it lean and mean. Um, If you you have, for example, if you have a basic, like the the Viseart um, neutrals or or even if you have the Senna Brow Book, you can use those as eyeshadows. You can use oh, the Disney eyeshadows as 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 brow. Yeah. Um, 
just you know, just you know, look at your your kit from you know a different standpoint. Take blushes out that are more universally flattering, and put those in your kit, so that you're not right. carrying so many blushes. Just you know, think about how you're going to get the most impact. It you know it doesn't. It, it it can just be a sweep of color, you know, across the lid. Carry stuff that's pigmented. It doesn't have a lot of fallout, so you're not having to do a lot of cleanup. Um, just, you know, really think about what your needs are for the job that you're doing and streamline it. Yeah. And that way you're not digging for things and, you're, you know, and you can work more efficiently. Yeah, that's a really good one. I like that. Thanks. And then not just that, but your kit's not as heavy. You know what I mean? Exactly. You're not lugging all the stuff. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what I did. I worked out of I worked out of like one eyeshadow palette, one blush palette. You know, I took mm-hmm. out maybe maybe four different powder colors. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's all African American, so I took out about four different powder colors. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's that's how I worked both days. I didn't mm-hmm. need all that stuff. Eyelash blue. I had a you know a variety of of lip colors, but it seemed like mm-hmm. everybody had in the background had the same hot pink lips. So, mm-hmm. but whatever you know. <laughs> mhm. So it was just yeah, simple um, and easy. Anastasia has that um that lip palette that's got the primary yep. colors and black and white in it, mm-hmm. and you can that way you can customize lip colors if you need to tweak. Mm-hmm. I mean. That's a good thing to have in a in a kit. Three custom yeah, has so a palette where you can you can you know change the the finish of any lip color. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got mm-hmm. you know different colored frost and and a gloss in there, and then you can lighten dark, and then I think you can. What um, brand there's like gold in there. Three custom, three custom color. Oh, it's, okay. small, okay. it's a small yeah. little. It's a small little palette. So you can you can you know tweak your you know lipstick that way. It's just you know you want to you want to think of how you can get different impact, and then that way you're not carrying. Then you don't have to carry a red that's got gold in it, or red that's got silver in it, or glossy red because you have a palette that can convert that one red color to all these other finishes. Yeah, and I, I would say you know carry like a regular red, not like a matte red, because you can get the, um, it's Smashbox has a product that you can put on over a lip color to mattify it. Or another trick you can do is you can take, you can take a blush, a matte blush, that's in the same color as the lip color, pat that on, and you have a matte lip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just a matter of thinking outside the box, but I don't. Yeah. I mean, I understand that sometimes having all this stuff can be more convenient, um, but I also think sometimes it can make us lazy because we're not thinking about. That's right. Yeah. That's what, absolutely what we can do. I mean, if we would, if we would simply just use what we have uh-huh. and try to make it work for every situation, we mm-hmm. would have less stuff. 
But you're yep. right. We're lazy. We don't want to have to configure things out. We don't want to have to think about it. We just want it mm-hmm. all given to us right away. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. so, yeah, so those would be the fundamentals. Know your periods. <laughs> kind of manage yeah. it. And a more efficient kit. Yeah. That's good. That's good stuff. Thank you. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. If there was one mm-hmm. thing that you or a piece of advice that you could give someone who's trying to break into TV and film as a makeup artist, what would you say? And then what would you say to a film and TV makeup artist who's who's been working possibly for years in the business and they need to be re-inspired? What would you say to them? Well, I think to the newer artists, um, the minute that um, you think you know everything is when you need to rethink things because you should always be um, learning and striving to be better. I think that when we're newer artists, we think we're a lot better than what we really are. Mm -hmm. Because, again, we haven't, we don't have the perspective that you get as you mature as an artist because you you don't have a trained eye yet. Right. There's a lot of things that people don't see because their eye is not trained to see it yet. So they think something's great when it's not. Right. Because it's almost like I call it like they have like pregnancy eyes or (laughs) like – it becomes, oh, it's the most beautiful thing. It's like, no, it's got a cone in it. But I mean, it's like they they see something that's not there because they're so proud of what they're doing. Right. Yeah. And then an older artist that needs to be inspired, you can be inspired by everything that's going on around you. I I love to go to museums to go look at art. Um, go for walks in nature, um, go to or look at buildings and architecture and look at textures. And another way you can be inspired is take some, take a product you don't like and figure out how to, how to use it so that you like it. Because mm-hmm. that, in, that makes you have to think and play around and troubleshoot some things. Like, for example, I'm not a fan of RCMA Foundation. A lot of people love it. Mm-hmm. I do not love it. I just think it looks it, it it looks good for about five minutes and then it doesn't. So I was day playing one day and there was an artist working next to me and I was looking at the skins on the people she was doing. I was like, what foundation are you using? That looks beautiful. And she said RCMA. And I was like, okay, you're not in the RCMA. What are you doing to it? <laughs> and she 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 explained to me that she was using the the makeup um it's from El Maquillage Professional Mac Pro your makeup uh-huh. primer um, thinner whatever that you know that that pinky peach that you can use as a moisturizer thinner primer blah 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 that's what uh-huh. she was using she was mixing it with the RCMA and I was uh-huh. like ah aha. Uh-huh. She's like, I mix it with everything. This stuff's amazing. And it is. It's a great product. Um, and 
she figured she figured out how to make that RCMA even better. And that's what I mean. Sometimes you have to play around with stuff. That's why I encourage people to play around with stuff. Well, you know, figure it out. Don't right. Don't just like say you know what you know. I don't want to use this anymore. Matter of fact, I have right. stuff in my um in my day plan bag that is stuff that works fine, but it's not my favorite stuff. Part of the reason is because I want to use it up. The other part is I want to figure out different ways to use it so that maybe right. I can discover something else about it. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, so there's different ways of, yeah, getting inspired. But, yeah, change that kid out. Take that favorite take that favorite palette out and replace it with something else. <laughs> Right. <laughs> take, your, take your favorite foundations out and replace them with something else. Because what happens is you get stuck because you find stuff that you really like and you gravitate to those things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, mix it up. Just mix it up. Take a, take away the things that you gravitate to all, all the time. Because what happens is you know, your work starts looking the same. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't like cream blush, put some cream blush in your kit. Make yourself use it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so true. I love cream yeah. blush. <laughs> I do too. Mm-hmm. That's why there's powder blush in my kit right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have cream in there too, but I have I have powder in there as well. But yeah, because I do. I love cream blush, but I have to make myself not use it all the time. Mm. <laughs> Those cream blushes you know, make I nice would... lip stains too. <laughs> oh yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> they do. They really do. So I know you have um, you're working with um, doing something special that you can can't talk about right now, but you can talk about in a month. Yeah, I can. So I can't talk about to... what what it is, but I can say that I'm working with Cal on a project, and I, I can say this: it's something that um, it's going to be marketed to pro makeup artists first, and then the consumer. Mm-hmm. So, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> well, keep so I will. I will. No, post. I'll be coming. I'll be coming to Atlanta with it because they already mm. asked me where you know different cities that I need to go to besides you know L.A. You mm-hmm. know, where else? Yeah. You know, where are there you know big concentrations of artists? So. Yeah. Okay. And. Yeah. If it works the way that it should, it's going to make our lives easier. Oh, nice. Um, it's going to help us with this battle with HD. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because if you can think of something that will help makeup not transfer, make the skin look smoother, um, maybe even for hair, um, help to hide the lace front on it because mm-hmm. I know that's been a real issue. Um, and just 
I'm, you know, I'm playing around to, to you know, see, you know, what different things um, could be achieved, but um, that's what um, I'm, I'm excited about it because I think it's really going to help us. Nice. Yeah. Well, you definitely have to keep, definitely have to keep us posted about yeah. that and definitely let yeah. us know when you're going to be in Atlanta oh, yeah. with this new oh, yeah. product. Oh yeah, because I'll I'll be reaching out to um, it's Kimberly Soda Stewart. Who was that? Is Kimberly still the steward there? Oh, um, um, maybe I'm not sure. Or I'll reach out, or I'll reach out to whoever um, is in education there, but um, or in charge of education there too, because I can do it that way too. But yeah, I'll definitely mm-hmm. set something. Definitely set something up because they 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 want they want to get in front of as many artists as they can. Nice. So yeah, yeah. that'd be great. Cool. So well, yeah, real exciting. We'll do. And why don't you shout out where people can find you online? Um, you can find me at marginadennis.com, my name, M-A-R-G-I-N-A-D-E-N-N-I-S.com. And um, on my personal website, there's links to my social media and also um, to my education website. Um, so you can find out, you know, what I'm up to and what I'm teaching, which is mostly um, geared towards business and, and marketing and, and also, too, helping people to know how to to negotiate and you know and understand their work, whether they're working in film and TV, whether it's bridal, whether it's you know other type of production work. Because mm-hmm. it's especially women. Women don't negotiate. Statistically, they don't mm-hmm. negotiate, and mm-hmm. and production knows it. Gotcha. So trying to help people to ask for what they should be asking for. And and having an understanding of what that is and what that looks like. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know that if you're an department head um that you can negotiate over what what scale is. They right. don't know that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I know. It's just really surprising to me. Wow, wow, you know, wow. That needs, to be, that needs to be a topic talked about on Beauty Talk. <laughs> that definitely yeah. does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just wow. I just worked on a job with another artist, and I, help, I told her what to say to production to negotiate for the whole team. So mm-hmm. we all got paid the same. They wanted to pay hair less money than makeup. And she made sure we were all paid the same. But I, I fed her the verbiage because she didn't she didn't know what to say to them. And then she was surprised that they went for it. Wow. And I'm like, why are you surprised? But a lot of a lot of people are they aren't surprised they they don't think well they'll never pay me that much 
And it's like, well, how do you know? Did you ask? <laughs> but yeah, a lot really. of times they're afraid to because it goes back to I don't want to rock the boat. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, people, you know, we want to be liked. I mean, that's human nature. But, you know, being liked and business are two different things. I would rather be respected. You don't have to like me, but I need I I, I want you to respect me. And if right. you like me and respect me, that's great. But there's too many people that are liked, but they're not respected, and that's a problem. Because mm-hmm. that's when you get taken advantage of. Mhm. Absolutely. So yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Margina. This has been a great hour. Uh, loads of information. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks. Looking and forward thanks for to having me. I, yes, I always in, enjoy speaking to you, ladies. <laughs> yes, likewise, yes. likewise. Definitely. Be. Are you working tomorrow? I am not. I intentionally took the day off. <laughs> yeah, Mondays, Mondays right. are good days to take off. <laughs> yeah, it is Veterans Day, so there's a lot of um, productions that are dark, but there are still people that are still working tomorrow. So, um, Ooh, yeah, yeah, because I know that somebody was looking for something for a Netflix, somebody for tomorrow for a Netflix show that that's on location in New Jersey tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, nope. Wow. <laughs> nope. Can't do it. <laughs> you need that day off every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I yeah. gotta I gotta re- I gotta recover from the last couple of weeks. <laughs> so I have three days this week and I'm done. Oh nice. Yeah, I'm intentionally not working Friday either, so so I'm working Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, that sounds like a perfect schedule. Yeah, I have a friend coming in town, so we're gonna mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna we're gonna do early Thanksgiving. Oh wow, that should be nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we, enjoy. We have, we have, yeah, we have, we have reservations someplace fancy, and then I, and then we're gonna go to the opera. So, <laughs> yeah, that's nice. yeah, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. Well, enjoy, enjoy yourself Thank and your you. time off, Thank and we'll you. definitely have you back on a whole lot sooner. Um, that would hear be about. fantastic. Yeah, you're gonna hear about what's good going luck. on. Yeah, good luck next weekend. Oh yeah, thank you. Oh, Appreciate thank that. You. Have a have a wonderful and very full class. Yes. yes. We will do just Sounds that. Like <laughs> <laughs> See you in town. Right. <laughs> <Thank you>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Margina, for coming on tonight. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Have a great night. Absolutely. You too. Good night. Tell everybody where they can find us online. 
They can follow us on Facebook. We are Beauty Talk Online Radio. On Twitter, we're Beauty underscore Talk. And on Instagram, we're Beauty underscore Talk underscore Media. And then you can follow Janice and I both. We're simply um, just by our names. Janice is at Janice Tunnell, J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. On Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And me, Denise, I am D-E-N-I-S-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Thank you for those who listen by phone. Um, Thank you to those who are going to listen on the playback. We appreciate you guys. Again, as always, um, have a wonderful, wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. For those of you who are in Atlanta, we'll see you on Saturday. Take care. Talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Good night.